Good morning, everybody. Shabbos daf kavav kuchazari shalom daf kafei di gemar daf kafei meralav taught us about the idea of nutrikin about acronyms. The Torah sometimes write a word which each one of the letters stand for other words. Then we saw the beginning of the thirteenth parak, which taught us the halacha of ariga, a person who weaves machlekes. You have to weave two threads or two threads in order to be chayv. We learned about the halacha of oisish tevat tinirin. Then we saw the gemara and beis taught us that a person who is karev hamasi almeis is going to be patur. We had a steer the bride that a person who rips when he's angry or on a dead person is going to be chayv. The gemara is miyashu that steer by saying it depends if it is a person who is mechayv to rip for. Or a person he is not machuiv to rip for. If it's somebody who's to rip for, then it's a constructive. If not, then it's considered destructive. He's going to be putter. And then we saw the gemara on the bottom resolve the steer of chamaisa by saying that when a person rips to instill fear in his family for a constructive purpose, then he's going to be chayiv. However, if it is not for a constructive purpose, if it's destructive, then he's going to be putter. Today we're going to learn more about the malacha of chayvul and mavir, the malacha of wounding somebody and mavir and burning. And then we're going to learn the gemara is going to start the malacha of say to the malacha of trapping. So it says the helgi gemara on the bottom daf kafeim and is the last. If a person's brother is nifter, then all the brothers should be concerned as well. And Rashi explains, Yerabim they should be afraid that maybe this exerah they're going to die as well. If one of the people in his chabura die, if one of the people in a person's chabura are nifter, to die kol chabura kul, the entire chabura should be concerned. Amrila demeis gadol. Some people say if the greatest person is nifter, then there's going to be maybe exerah that the rest of the people are going to die. Amrila demeis gadol. Some people say that's referring to when the smallest person in the chabura is nifter, because if the smallest person is nifter, then sometimes the perennials start from the smallest person then go to the biggest, per, bigger people so a person should be worried concerned that he ate this exer against him he's going to die as well and it's actually interesting to note that this Gemara is brought in Allah both Meshach and Arach and the Rambam that when a person who has somebody who's nifter and it's somebody that he knows when he was close to him he should take it as a message he shouldn't let it just go by without doing something positive without something constructive coming out of it he should be concerned and he should improve himself to become better says the Hegel right to the the Mishnah said anybody who does in Malach which is a Mekalkal which is destructive is going to be a potter Tanner of this our mission said that all malachas that are makakal are going to be patir. That's excluding That's excluding the malacha of wounding and excluding the malacha of burning because these malachas are by their definitions destructive and therefore you're going to be chayv on these malachas even though they are makakal. Amarlei said back to him. mission said back to him. No, don't teach us outside. This is not a mission. Even these malachas have to be constructive. Even if you want to say that this was taught the chayv are going to be chayv even if they're destructive, the case would be chayv l'mabar. The case would be that you wounded some, you wounded somebody, and you took out the blood in order to give to your dog, or you burnt in order because you needed the ashes. So even if you want to tell me that chayvul is going to be chayv, and these two malachas are going to be chayv, and they're destructive, they ha- it has to be done for a constructive purpose. Now, ask the Gemara back in a Ravo. Ravo said that you're going to be chayv even if it's destructive. Ask the Gemara. Our mission said that all malachas are going to be part of the makakal. So how can you tell me that? That's excluding chayvul ma'aver. And to the Gemara, Masnis and Rabbi Yehuda, Bryce Rabbi Shimon, it's machlekes in Rabbi Yehuda and Shimon whether makakal is going to be chayv or not. There, Rabbi Yehuda. It's the town of our mission. The our mission says that Chavul Mamer all Makakal are patur, and so Ruda holds that Makakal is patur, and Mishman holds that Makakal by Chavul Chabur are going to be chayv. Now, where exactly is this Machlekes in Ruda and Rishimin whether Makakal is going to be chayv or not? Meaning Ruda holds that Makakal is going to be patur, and Mishman holds Makakal is going to be chayv. So Rashi says that he does not know Valayis Parish. He does not know what the source of Machlekes is, and then he attempts Rashi attempts on his own to suggest what the source of Machlekes in Ruda and Rishimin is based on how they learn Lachas Shein Tzichlagufa and what comes out based on that Machlekes. Very interesting one. This based on this Rashi tastes on the. All the way in the bottom of our Ahmed says that Tzarek Hamdach Pukdom Kabbalah Kabbalah Yisabiyadim. Taisa suggests that it was just a Kabbalah 
in that the Amoraim had that there was a machlek between Rehuda Mishim in regards to Mekakal. Again, this is actually one of the primary sources, primary Amudim in regards to Melachachain Tzich Legufa and Mekakal Bechabura. And in general, what's considered Mekakal, what's considered destructive and constructive. Many very important discussions over here in the Rishainim and the Echreinim and the Chuvasvarim and the Paiskim. What exactly, how do we define whether something is constructive or destructive? It's very interesting. There are advised in the Chuvah discusses how if a person wipes his hands on a napkin and his hands are dirty, so Lachari should be every day sort of today. He's dying the napkin. But he says that's considered makakal, it's considered destructive. And again, to clearly define what exactly is called constructive, what's destructive, it's a very interesting discussion. But it says the Gemara, Vaiter, my time with Shimon. What is the Pshat that Shimon holds? The makakal, the is going to be chayiv, midi itzor, karl, mishamila, says Rabbi Shimon comes from the fact that the Torah needed a pasuk to allow a person to do mila on Shabbos, which you're going to see, as Hashem, in the 19th parak, we're going to learn out from the word bayim that you're going, to be allowed, you're going to allow to do a mila on Shabbos. So we learn from that pasuk, it sounds like in general, to do a chabal on Shabbos would be chayiv, meaning the Torah specifically had to bring exerts to tell you that you're allowed to do a meal on Shabbos. Why? Because if you do it when you do a meal, you're involved in the malacha of Chabal. So from the fact that Tarot does tell you that it's going to be mutter, so you see that everywhere else Chayvah is going to be Asr. So you see that Chayvah, even when it's destructive, is going to be Chayvah. And the fact that the Torah answered Havara, Gabi Baskain, the Allah is that Baskain who is Mizanash, the Allah she gets killed, Bisraf, she gets killed with burning. And the, it was Xerus Akas, so the Torah says you're not allowed to do that on Shabbat. So from the fact that the Torah said you're not allowed to do it on Shabbat, you see that in general, Mavar, even when it's destructive, is going to be Chayv. So says Rav Shimon, so you see clearly that Mavar, Chaval, going to be Chayv, even if they're destructive. Rabbi Huda, so what is Rabbi Huda's response? Rabbi Huda says that in these, even in regards to these Malach, it has to be constructive. So I, what does he do with these Xerus Akas? So says the Gemara. There by that we just brought down, it's considered constructive. Kidirashi, like Rashi said that Rashi, Mali Masaka Mila, Mali Sakin Kli meaning just what's the difference if you're Masaka and Mila, you're doing a mitzvah in regards to Mila. So therefore when the the reason why we need Xerasa Kasva Mila is because it's something constructive. So therefore you're only going to be Chai Bachaba when it's something constructive. My lashi psila, my lash of the same thing over there. When a person cooks up, when we talk about strafa, it doesn't actually mean you burn the person, it means that you cook up hot lead and you pour it down the person's throat. So what's the difference when you cook the psila, when you cook the wick and you cook the lead? That's also considered a tikkun because you're doing it for a constructive purpose. So too, mali lashon samanu. So too, who cares if you're burning? If you're making a fire to burn, samanu to burn dies. So says Rabbi Yehuda. In both these cases that you brought down, where the Torah allowed a person to do chayvul amaver, those two, I'm sorry, where the Torah asked chayvul amaver, those two cases were constructive, and that's why we need exerse akasa to tell you that it's going to be asr. However, if it was not constructive, then you would be putter. You're not exerse akasa to tell you that you were going to be putter on Shabbos. So again, machlekes yudin mishimin whether makakal bechabura and makakal behavara are going to be chayv or not based on. How they understand these psukim, whether you're going to be chayiv by a makakal or not. Again, very interesting discussion over here in the Rishayim. Exactly what the nakuda samachleik is over here. Is it considered a tikkun by the mila, and is it a tikkun in regards to the burning? And exactly discussing when the tikkun has to happen. Tais over here seems to learn that depends. The machlekes really was if the tikkun happens later on, is that going to be considered a tikkun or not? A very interesting discussion. It says like when I write there, Shir Hamalab, and the mission said the shir for all these malachas is is reichek malipiasit kafel. So it says the Gemara Yosef machli kafel. Yosef actually showed the difference between his index finger and his pointer and his pointer. Finger doubled over twice, and Rukhira Ami, Machwe Pashit, Rukhira Ami showed the difference between his thumb and his pointer just once, meaning the distance between your index and your pointer finger twice, twice that distance is the same distance as your thumb to your pointer. So Pashim Shat, they're both saying the same shear, they're just giving different ways to measure it. There are Rishayim and they're actually disagreeing, but Pashim Shat is that they are agreeing, they're just saying, they're, they were just showing it in two different ways. It says the of Aitur, now we're going to start learning about the Melacha of Tzay, the Melacha of trapping on Shabbos. So, Rehudah says that Tzad, the Megal person who traps a bird into a closet, Vitsulabais, or a deer into a house, Chayev, 
Halacha is going to be chayv. A chomer mechamim say tipa megdal a bird in a in a closet. But tzvi lagil lechatz lebiber chayv. And a deer, even if you don't trap it in the house, even if you trap it outside in the garden or the chutz or the or, or some sort of enclosure, halacha is going to be chayv. They're disagreeing with Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda held that you specifically have to t- trap the deer in the house in order for it to be called trapped. However, if you just trap it in an enclosure or outside, you be potter. The chum hold no. Even when it's outside, trapped in the garden or the chutz, it's considered trapped and you're going to be chayv. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says like call up your What do you mean? All the enclosures aren't all the same, and if you have a massive enclosure, the it's not going to be called trapped. So it says. This is the rule. If once it is closed in this enclosure, it's still which means you still have to run after, you still have to go and trap it. So then the fact that it's in this enclosure is not considered tzedah because you still have to do another mice to it together. And if you're going to potter, however, if it's closed into this biber, into this enclosure, and it's not which means that now it's very easy to get to. You don't have to do another mice of tzedah to get it. Then then that's considered mice trapping and you're going to be chayv. It says, we learned in the Mishnah, you're not allowed to trap dugim from. From the Bieber from these enclosures on Yomtev, which means that because they are not considered trapped already, so you see that the, the fish in Bieber are not considered trapped, and you're not allowed to give food to them on Yomtev. It's Machlech, as Rashi and Tais is exactly why Rashi ever learns because the fish are Muksa, and therefore you're not allowed to be trapped for something which is Muksa. Avalt Sadden Chayvayev, Balachas, you're allowed to trap a wild animal and a bird, you're allowed to trap them from the Bieber, and you're allowed to trap them from the enclosures because they're, since they're already considered trapped, therefore it's going to be Mutter. Now says the Gemara Viter. Now we're going to ask a steer. We have a stira from another brisa. The brisa says that you have these animals which are trapped in these bibars. You're not allowed to trap them on yamtiv. You're not allowed to put down mizaynis in front of them because again they're considered muktas. So here we see clearly in this brisa we see that chayis, evis, and dogma are not considered trapped in the bibar. But we said before that the chayis and evis are considered trapped in the bibar. So says the gemara. We have a steer in chaya and wild animals. We have a steer in regards to birds. We can answer the discrepancy between, the contradiction between wild animals. Meaning, we saw in a mission already, Yehuda held that in order for a wild animal to be considered trapped, it has to be in, an, in the house. So, therefore, the Bryce would shed that if it's in a bee bar, it's not considered trapped, that's going like Yehuda. And the Bryce would shed considered trapped, that's going like the Shita Rabban in our mission. Rabban said that even if it's in an enclosure, the Allah is considered trapped. If it's, if it's kasha, we have a steer between birds, and how are we going to answer that steer? The br- one bride said that the birds considered trapped, and one bride said it's not considered trapped. Maybe we'll answer the steer by saying that one bride was talking about where it was in an enclosure which had a roof on top, and one was talking about bride which one bride was talking about an enclosure which did not have a roof on top. But the Mishnah was talking about a house, and a house is something which has a roof on top. I inside corner the Mishnah said that a tzipper has to be trapped inside of a closet but if it's just in a house the is that you are going to be potter even though it has a roof on top so we can't answer this steer by saying that one case is talking about where it has a roof one case is talking about where it doesn't have a roof and to the Gemara here that we said a bird is not considered a trap. In the Bible, we're talking about a wild bird. So does not accept a master on top of it. It's very wild. And it acts like the Because it acts like a wild bird when it's in the house. Meaning it doesn't, when it's, even when it's trapped inside of a house, it still flies around and it's very hard to catch. And therefore you're going to be potter even if it's trapped in a place which has a roof on top. Once you're saying this, you're answering the stira by birds, by saying it depends on the type of bird. So we don't have to say that the machlek is the steer between the chayes. We don't have to say that one was talking about rude and one was going like the rabbana. We could say that one bryce was talking about a big beaver, a big enclosure. In that case, it's not considered trapped. And and this bryce, which are going to be that it's considered trapped. Right? That was talking about a small enclosure. Now says the gemara. So we haven't really defined these terms yet. What's big? What's small? What's considered 
considered a big enclosure? What's considered a small enclosure? Any scenario where if you'd be able to just grab it in one in one leap, in one catch, then that's considered a biber cotton, that's considered a small enclosure, it's already considered trapped. But anything bigger than that would be considered a big enclosure, meaning if it's in a big courtyard where you're going to have to chase and run after it, that's not considered trapped. However, if it's in a smaller courtyard and you could just jump and grab it, that's considered a small enclosure, it's considered a trap. You're ready. Any case where it's small enough that the shadow of the walls touch each other, it's not such a big room, it's not such a big chatzer, that's considered a biber cotton. And anything bigger than that would be considered a biber Vinami or says the Gemara, another way to differentiate between a biber and a biber is like a uktzi uktzi biber cotton. Any scenario that does not have these small cracks, these small places for it to hide, that's considered a biber because it's easy to catch. If it's bigger and has the places to hide, it's going to be hard to catch, then that's considered a biber Now, this Gemara over here is very important in order. For us to define exactly what some, when is something considered trapped and when it's not considered trapped, because for example, let's say you have a scenario where the item moves very slowly. For example, we'll see in the next Mishnah in Shemayna Shratzim as Hashem, we're going to talk about that one of the animals Kapshuta is talking about a turtle, and the Mishnah is going to tell us that it's Shach and Machav Seidan a turtle. So how could that be? So if you tell me that. Say this specifically means you have to run after it and catch it. So you never have to catch a turtle. Everything is slow as a turtle. They go very slowly. It's very easy to catch. However, if you tell me that say that means that you have to do a mice that say that you have to do a mice of trapping. For example, you have to set down nets. You have to set down some sort of trap because it hides in corners or crevices. Then it makes a lot of sense why we consider it in regards to the turtle. Now this discussion is extremely important. It's relevant because one of the questions with the contemporary trellis, with the contemporary murex trunculus is that it's very easy to catch. It's a snail. It goes very slowly. And the response to that is that although you're Right, that it goes very slowly. However, it is very hard to catch. They used to have to set down traps. They set down big nets in order to catch them, and therefore it is considered mechusar tzeda. And you can be having lach of tzeda when you trap these snails. Says the halakhic gemara by Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Amar based on Rabbi Yehuda. Amar Shmuel lach Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. The halacha is like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel that there is going to be a difference between a biber katan and a biber gadol, a big enclosure and a small enclosure. So Amar Abayi lachem chal dapliki. So Abayi turned to his rabbi and he said, Rabbi Yisif, if you tell me the halacha is like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, it's mashmet somebody disagrees with him because you don't just say the halacha is like somebody if nobody disagrees because then it's pasht. Amar so Rabbi Yisif said back to Abayi, my nafko chamina. What's the difference if somebody argues or not? I said the halacha is like him, so who cares if somebody disagrees? Amar Lei, Abayi said back to his rabbi, Gemara, Gamar is Arusha Tiyeh. Your gemara just going to be some sort of smear, some sort of song where you don't actually care. It doesn't have any significance. You just say things even if they're not important. Meaning, like Rashi ever explains, if it's pashit that Allah is like this, you're not just going to say it like Zemr Ba'alma. If it doesn't have any purpose, you're not going to say it. Now, there is two important points in this gemara. Number one, a base of England is giving a shas. I believe in Sechus Bay discusses when exactly the gemara will ask the kashamai to have it, have it, what happened, happened, or why are you just saying things with no significant purpose. So it really depends on the situation. When we'll ask this type of kashamai, we won't. Martchis and Yuma Dafim Beis is marich about this an interesting discussion. And number two, the Achrena point out over here. That we do know that the Gemara does tell us that a person is supposed to sing his learning. Gemara at the end of Megillah, that the Gemara at the end of Masechet Sanhedrin, a few other places, a person is supposed to sing his learning. However, what the Gemara is telling us over here is that you shouldn't just say your learning, you shouldn't just say things that have no purpose. Of course, you should sing your learning in a way that brings simcha, that brings a person to connect his learning. However, you shouldn't just say your learning, you should just say things in learning which fulfill no purpose. Says the Gemara right to turn about Hatzatzvi, Sumo Vyashan Chayav, a person who traps a deer which is blind or sleeping Chayav, is going to be Chayav. However, Chigar, Vizak, and Mechayla, if it is limb, or it is an old deer, or it is sick. Patalach is going to be patal. Only a buyer evasive. What is the difference whether it is just sleeping or blind or if it's sick or old? So he answered, that the, the first two categories, when it's blind or sleeping, the second it wakes up, it, it will run away. And therefore, it's considered, if you trap it, you're going to do However, in these last cases, it's not going to run away since it's, it's old or it's sick. Therefore, it wouldn't run away. And therefore, it's considered trapped. Right? And you're going to be a potter. So he asked him, we learned in a brisa that a sick, if you trap a sick deer, you're going to be a chayv. So you see that is shayach tzedah. 
on a deer which is sick. So he said, I'm Rav Sheshit. Rav Sheshit answered, That depends why it's sick. If it's sick because it has a fever, so then it's not considered a trap because it can still run away. However, if it's sick, means that it's very tired, it's very weak. Then if you trap, you're going to be potter because it's, we, look as, we look at it as if it's already trapped and therefore you're not going to be a person who traps grasshoppers or these cicadas or terrain, mutation, other types of wasps, other types of Bugs. Chayv, we're going to be chayv and chaps. To Rameir, this is what Rameir said. Chayv, Rameir, Chayv, Kulshar, Mina, Nitzad, Chayv. Anything which a person traps these types of animals, then you're going to be chayv. Kulshar, Emi, Mina, Nitzad, Pater. However, if you do not trap these types of items, these types, these types of animals, these types of bugs, the halachas are going to be pater. I mean, it's not normal to trap these types of things, and therefore you're going to be pater in this case. Now, this is actually very relevant to Maisa in regards to closing, let's say, a garbage or closing a drawer. If there's a fly flying inside, is that going to be mutter or usher? Because in general, we don't try to trap flies, so pashtas is going to only be an isser to trap something which. And then we have to knock it down to our Rishon Raskav, to Rishon Lanichale, the Rishon over here, the Ritva and others talk about this discussion. So says the Gemara Baiter. Tanya idach hatzad chagavim. We learned in a bright side person who traps grasshoppers b'shas hatal potter. If it is the time of dew, then alachos are going to be potter because the dew blinds the grasshoppers, and therefore we look as if they're already trapped. So if you trap them, you're going to be potter b'shas shayarev. It's a time of heat, and the grasshoppers are moving away. They're running around chayv. Then alachos are going to be chayv because they are hard to trap. If they are swarming and coming, alachos are going to be potter. Now says the Gemara, what was he referring to? We bailu. Eliezer ben Avaya Reishakoyat Sevikar was Eliezer was Eliezer coming to be machmer was going on the Rasha that the Rasha said that if they're blind you're going to be putter so Rebbe was saying dafka in a case where they're swarming so only in that case you're going to be putter because they're easy to catch however if they're not swarming even if they're blind you're going to be chayv oh yeah see if he was going on the safe and he's saying in chilish and even when it's a time of heat and we said you're going to be chayv that's only if they're swarming coming towards you or if they're not swarming then you're going to be putter says the Gemara Shema bring you right from the bright side chagavim b'shas atal putter b'shas the sheriff chayv we bright which says a person trapped chagavim b'shas atal which wanted to do and the grasshoppers can't see so well you're going to be putter it's a time of heat you're going to be chayv even when it's a time of Heat, and the grasshoppers are able to see and they're running away. If they're coming and swarming towards you and they're easy to catch, Potter, then the Lachayas are going to be Potter. So we see clearly that he's going on the safe and he's coming to say, Hey, Kula. Quick Hazar, we saw today the Gemara on the Amid Aleph taught us about the Malacha of Chavala and Havar. We had a Lachayas, Sinab Shimon, and Rabbi Huda, whether Makalkabal, these two Malachas, do we say that since these two Malachas intrinsically are destructive, therefore you're going to be chayv, or do we say no, that these things have to be done for a constructive purpose, and only in those cases you're going to be chayv. Then we saw the mission introduced us to the malacha of, say to the malacha of trapping, the mission taught us that if a person traps a deer into a garden, it was malachi, and the rabbana, are you going to be chayv or not, is that considered trapped or not? Then we saw the Gemara defined for us what's considered a biber gadol and a biber katan, a big enclosure, a small enclosure, Meaning, when is something is enclosed in a big place, and the is not considered trapped, yet if it's in a small enclosure, then it's considered trapped, and you are going to be putter if you trap it. And then we saw the Gemara on the bottom spoke about when a person traps something which is sick, an animal which is sick, or it's not running away, then the is going to be putter because we look as if it's already trapped. However, if it is sleeping, or if it is blind, then if you trap, you're going to be high because it would run away. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.